Hey there, and welcome to An Imperfectly Perfect Life, Life Unscripted. Kind of like your favorite mixtape of life coaching, a good laugh, and the real deal on transformation. This is where Sherry Lead, life coach and navigator of her own divorce path following a 26-year marriage, takes the mic. But here's the twist. We're not about shutting the book on the past. Nope, we're here to celebrate fresh starts, the kind of twists that life throws at you, and the joy of writing new stories with a bit of wisdom, a lot of heart, and maybe a dash of mischief. Think of this as kicking back with your best friend, shooting the breeze about life's ups and downs with the life advice that only a best friend can give. Whether you're riding the divorce roller coaster in your 30s, 40s, 50s, or cruising into your 60s, or you just love witnessing people make the best out of life's curveballs, you've found your tribe. We're all about the journey, speaking openly and honestly about the challenges, and finding laughter in places you'd least expect. So come on in. Let's jump into this adventure headfirst with a side of laughs and maybe a few tears. Welcome to an imperfectly perfect life, life unscripted, where every tick of the clock is your chance to love and live your fabulously, imperfectly perfect life. Hello, everyone. Today, we're talking about something close to my heart navigating the transformative journey in 2024. While this podcast is geared towards those going through a divorce, these really are resolutions for anyone going through a difficult transformative time. And I'm going to start off with sharing the secret for setting these easy, life-changing resolutions. Ready for it? You may want to write this down. The key is to focus on changing your behavior and keeping in mind how you want to feel. So we want behavior resolutions, not a list of a bunch of new goals. That's kind of old school, right? That's the old way of making resolutions. This year, we're going to make behavior resolutions. And remember, as you go through this process, you can be happier even if you have problems. You can even get happier in some cases because you have problems. Hey, I'm living proof. Where I'm at in my process of my dissolution, it's a lot of logistical problems right now. Well, okay, I'm underselling this. Objectively, it's a bit of a nightmare. But you know what? I'm so incredibly happy. And you know why I'm happy? I'm happy, well, because I I have a lot of really good things going on in my life. Actually, my kids are here right now and had the best New Year's Eve with them. But I'll tell you, I'm happy because I know that joy and grief or joy and stress, or even joy and loss can coexist. We as humans have this amazing ability to feel more than one emotion at a time. And in this time of your life, you can grieve the changes, you can grieve your losses, you can even grieve the loss of your partner, and be excited about your future, and be happy about so much. Remember, You have the power to change how you experience every life turn, including divorce, including ending a relationship, and really anything that life throws your way. 
You have that power to change how you experience it. So here we go. Behavior resolution ideas for 2024. I jotted down about 12 ideas. I'm hoping that this, if if these ideas don't fit with you, just take some of them in or don't use any of them at all or use all of them. But I'm hoping at the very least, this will spur some ideas in you to make 2024 the year you want it to be. So idea number one, hydrate. Easy as that. Hydrate your body and your soul. Think of water as your personal cheerleader, helping you through those tough days. And maybe, you know, if you're going through a divorce or or something like that, leaning on your friends, you may have more wine-filled nights than usual. Or perhaps stress is keeping you from getting a full night's sleep and you're drinking more caffeine during the day. Water is so important. It could be a game changer, really. And you could see it on your skin when you're hydrated. And this is really important. When you take that time during the day to drink water, do it consciously. In other words, use it as a time to take a moment and feel the water as if it was nourishing your soul. Use it to remind yourself that's not just your body, but your soul that's being taken care of this year. Idea number two. Share a smile. Okay, this one I really love. Can you hear? You could probably hear the smile in my voice right now because a smile is so powerful. You don't even have to see me to know that I'm smiling. And a smile can light up your day, whether it's sharing a laugh with a stranger at the grocery store or reminiscing with an old friend. It's about finding joy in human connection. Oh, this one's fun. Make it a game. Seriously, especially if you're having a bad day, make it a game. Smiles are contagious. See how many smiles you can collect in a day just by smiling at those people you pass by. For me, if I can make someone else smile with just my smile, especially a stranger, right? Just by smiling, I can make them smile. It reminds me how powerful I am. Number three, meditate. And I'm not the best meditator in the world. My mind goes, you know, it's always going in a number of directions. But taking just five minutes in the morning and evening to meditate, I found to be the game changer. And I really like this in the mornings. It's kind of like a mini vacation for your mind before you start your day. It can remind you how you wish to feel during the day, how you want to show up during the day. So when issues come up, before reacting to that emotion that hits you, you can ask yourself, hey, is this how I want to show up today? Is this the way I want to feel today? And by doing that little bit of meditation in the morning, you're setting your day up for success. Number four, nurture meaningful friendships. Oh, friendships are so vital. I found that out for myself lately. And I've always loved friendships, right? I, I, I hashtag friendship expert. So I've always found value in friendship, but man, going through a divorce and a change like that, these friendships are vital. And so cultivate these, whether it's in person, virtually on the phone, it's about creating a tribe that supports and uplifts you through this journey. Time and time again, I talk to people about their process and they, they tell me, Boy, it's their friends that got them through these troubling times. If you want to know more about friendship, the last episode I recorded talked about friendship and divorce. And number five, 
emotions. Use emotions as insights. These are powerful insights. Talk about, I just mentioned I talked about friendships in the last episode. Well, two episodes ago, I talked about using emotions as insights. They're like messengers. They give you clues about your needs and desires during this time. And when you can use your emotions as a tool, because, you know, these emotions, they'll sneak up on you, right? And you you might not expect it. And you have to be careful because otherwise they can control your behavior. Instead, use emotions as a tool. For me, I use them as this little bell or maybe this really loud bell that tells me, oh, I need to take a moment, step back, breathe, maybe detach from the situation for a moment and look at the situation as if I were advising my closest friend. And it also tells me, don't, don't, it's not the right time to respond to something perhaps or make a big life decision. So use emotions as a tool. Idea number six, discover opportunity every time you feel a setback. Every setback is a hidden opportunity. I believe that 100%. And to prove me correct, (laughs) I interviewed actually for my second book, Make Your Mess Your Message. I interviewed 50 women and asked them, what is your mess that became your message? Everyone told me stories about how what was really kind of a horrible life situation turned out to be one of their biggest gifts. And there are several women who also shared stories about their divorce. I remember when I, you know, speaking of divorce, okay, and this, I'm going to stay on this for a little bit because this is actually interesting. I just thought about this, um, using setbacks as opportunities. I remember when I was practicing law, I joked that it was back when the Ten Commandments were the only law of the land. It feels like it's been that long, but I was a litigator and for a short period of time, I practiced family law and I handled a few divorces and I remember the clients would come in on their first visit and they would look a mess. I mean, you didn't have to know them and that you knew they were going through something. And I would always tell them, Hey, trust me, by the time this has resolved, by the end of the divorce process, you are going to be looking great and feeling even better. And I was in my early 30s at the time, so really I probably didn't know much of what I was talking about, but I knew what I saw. I didn't have the life experience that experience that I do now. I didn't have friends that I watched go through divorce at that age, but I knew what I saw and I could visibly see the change on my clients towards the end of the, the divorce as they went through this process. And all of these setbacks that they they were feeling, you know, the, everything that comes with the loss of their financial situation, maybe the loss of the house, uh, even with the the parenting plans and less time with their children, all of that brought on opportunity. And whether it was a, a new neighborhood, new relationships, spending really quality time when they were with their children, whatever it was. Every setback through their process brought a new opportunity. Number seven, reframe your challenges as growth. What I mean by this is there's a silver lining in everything. And sometimes it's hard to see because you feel overwhelmed by the situation. So much stuff that has to be taken care of. Remember, When you feel overwhelmed, 
take a step back and let it be easy. Ask yourself, is there an easier way to do this or what is my first step? It's about breaking down the challenges into manageable steps. Think of anything that grows, right? Anything that grows. It it could be your children. Maybe it it could be a plant, whatever it is. Think of anything that grows and how you can't see it. If you sat there and stared at a plant or stared at your child, you wouldn't see the growth happening. But if you took a time-lapse video, let's say, or time-lapse photography and rewatched that what was captured over a period of time, you would see this amazing growth. So we can't see growth all the time, but it's happening. So when you think of your challenges, think of it and realize these are pieces of growth. And let it be easy. Break these challenges down into easy steps. What can you do next? Hey there, wonderful listeners. We're taking a tiny pause from our fabulous unscripted adventure to chat about something close to our hearts. If our journey through an imperfectly perfect life, life unscripted, is resonating with you and filling your day with smiles and aha moments, here's a sweet and simple way you can sprinkle some love our way. Give that subscription button a little tap. It's like giving us a virtual high five. And trust me, it means the world to us. And hey, if you're feeling extra generous, why not leave us a rating and a heartwarming review? Your words are like little nuggets of gold, helping us to grow and glow. Remember, your support is what keeps our podcast's heart beating with joy and laughter. So if you're all about embracing life's perfectly imperfect moments with us, subscribe, leave a review, and let's spread this beautiful, unscripted joy far and wide. Now, let's jump back into our delightful chaos with more laughs, wisdom, and a lot of heart. You are the most amazing part of our perfectly imperfect family. We're on to number eight. Release the need to fix. Let go of the need to fix everything and everyone. Instead, focus on your unique journey and the lessons it brings to you. Remember, you aren't a Swiss army knife. You can't fix everything, and it's not your job. And this could be a hard one, especially if you grew up in a family where as a child you were the fixer. Well, I'm here to tell you today, this is no longer your job. Take that weight off your shoulders. The only thing you have to worry about right now is embracing your unique journey. Number nine, build a support toolbox. Building a support toolbox is crucial, all right? You're already listening to this podcast, and my guess is you probably have looked for other divorce-related podcasts or transformation podcasts, financial podcasts, um, work podcasts, relationship podcasts, which is great. Also, you have therapists available, coaches available, and lean on friends and family. Remember, seeking help is a strength. All great leaders, they surround themselves with great people, and they know who to ask and when to ask for help. You need to do the same thing. Know when to dive into your toolbox and what tool to use. Idea number 10, healthy boundaries. This is really important during this time. Set your boundaries. Take care of yourself. Don't worry about boundaries looking like ultimatums. Ultimatums really 
often are just a set of healthy boundaries. And I say this without laying blame, but the chances are if you're going through a divorce, you didn't have healthy boundaries in your relationship. It just happens. Maybe boundaries were never set or they were broken down because you're just trying to survive. Now's the time to set those boundaries. And idea number 11, live in the present. I have so many clients, especially clients that are going through something like divorce, they're they are so worried about the future and I get it, right? There are, there are things that you need to plan for and there are things that you need to look out for as you go through a divorce, looking at your future. I'm not saying be blind to the future, but don't live in the future. Focus on living in the present. Worrying about the future, really, it's, it's like, especially worrying about it, it's really like trying to predict the weather for next year. You can't do it. It's a waste of brain power and it's energy draining. Also, if you live in the future, how are you going to see the opportunities of today? Similarly, if you live in the past, you're taking away the joy of today. Live in the present. And remember, this is the way you see opportunities. Opportunities are right in front of you, here and now. The last idea for a behavior resolution that I'm going to share with you today is organize. Organize this year. Organize right now. When I traveled all 50 states and I met with strangers who I now call my 50s teachers. One of the women I met with is Paula Rizzo. She is a list creating expert. I'm going to put her contact information. She has these great books in the show notes because I'm also a list person and lists bring order to your life. As I spoke about just a few minutes ago about making things easy and breaking things down into small steps so they're, they're manageable. List will do this for you. It helps you prioritize. It helps you tackle tasks. And it allows things to be easy, step-by-step, step by becoming without becoming overwhelmed. So organize for clarity this year. So as we wrap up, remember, these resolutions are behavior resolutions. They're not necessarily goals. These are about behavior changes. And they're all simple little behavior changes that can be the game changer to your well-being in this precious time. And these are designed to empower you to, to, to handle life's challenges with both grace and resilience and a little bit of fun. Remember, I'm always here. I'm available to work one-on-one. -on -one. You can go to my website for more information. It's an imperfectly perfect life because, right, all our lives are imperfectly perfect. And, you know, when you go to my website, uh, there'll, there'll be information on scheduling a discovery session first. And that's a free free 45-minute session. It's not a coaching session. So I'm not going to be coaching you there. What I'm going to do during that time, what we are going to do is just talk to each other. Talk about your goals, what your ideas are, how I can help you. I will tell you how I work to make sure that we're a good fit because I don't want to waste your time. I don't want you to waste my time. I want to be effective. Coaching is really, really an important thing for me. And it's important because I know I can make a difference but I can only make a difference if we're a good fit. So that discovery session is the first thing that will pop up. It's not a coaching session. It's a way to determine whether or not uh, we're a good fit for one another. If we're not, perhaps I can offer you other tools and other resources and perhaps other coaches that work with your coaching style. So until next week, I hope you're having a good start to the new year. And if not, no worries, because today is a new day. And you know what? 
So is tomorrow. Take care. Thanks for listening to today's episode of An Imperfectly Perfect Life, Life Unscripted. Big thanks to Sherry Lead for riding this roller coaster with us, sharing laughs, wisdom, and those real, raw moments that make life the adventure it is. Remember, whether you're in the midst of a transformation, picking up the pieces post-divorce, or just here for the incredible stories of flipping the script on life, keep embracing those perfectly imperfect moments. They're what make your story uniquely yours. Stay tuned for more episodes where we dive into life's unpredictable waters, always with a touch of humor and a whole lot of heart. Don't forget to hit subscribe, rate, share some love, and drop us a line. We love hearing from you. Until next time, keep your heart open, your spirits high, and remember, in the grand, beautifully messy script of life, you're the one holding the pen. Make your story epic. Thanks for tuning in to an imperfectly perfect life, life unscripted. Catch you in the next chapter.